Welcome back to Divorce Confessional. This is another coffee thoughts, I guess, super early. Um, but I wanted to give an update. There is no close on the CBS case. I do know they've talked to my ex. Um, beyond that, I don't know much. I just know that, you know, he did his usual blow up at me through text. Um, but that's not why I'm on here today. I just want to share some thoughts. Um, so I have, you know, taken 10 years of being, I guess, very sensitive, very hurt. All the stuff with my ex, all the stuff with, you know, the fallout surrounding being, being in an abusive marriage has been really hard to handle. And, um, it took me finding a good therapist to really, I guess, bear my feelings on what happened and get some clarity. And I just want to share some of that today for myself. You know, this is kind of a voice memo to be like, hey, stop and think before you freak out. But I think a lot of the times we think of, you know, people who only think what other people think of them as being little things like... If I wore this, what would people think of me? If I went here, what would people think of me? If my makeup looks wonky, you know, what would people think of me? But it's more than that. I think my deepest fear after being abused is by going forward and trying to be okay in the world that somehow it makes it right what they did. For example, I have a wedding coming up this fall again. Yay! What's with people getting married anyway? But it's with my significant other, his brother's um, wedding, and his brother's the one who went on the smear campaign. you know, at my place of work, try to get me, blame all his shortcomings on me, everything that was going wrong on me, this is a meeting behind closed doors, totally devastated me on top of the divorce. And it's been really, really hard to find peace with anything related to him or that family. And I brought that up to my therapist last week and we were talking through it and um, I told her it's like it's really hard for me to be with my boyfriend. It's really hard for me to be with that family because, you know, of what happened and the fact that because he's family, you know, it's very much deja vu with my ex because it's family no matter how toxic or unhealthy or downright hurtful it is to me it will always have to be quote unquote okay because they're family and I know that's not true and I know that I have a right to feel the way that I do because I don't want to go I don't want to go but my significant other is probably going to be in the wedding and 
you know, on his end, I get it. I get that this is something he's doing for himself because it brings him peace or closure. I don't think he's going into it willy-nilly. You know, he knows perfectly well everything. And in talking with my therapist, I realize it's up to me to be, okay, well, because this brings you some sort of positivity, I have to be okay with it. And I was really struggling with that last night because I don't want to go. I don't want to go, but also I feel like I have to go because I have to support him. But I don't want to be there. And the reason I don't want to be there is because I don't want to appear like things are okay when they have never been made okay. And again... You know, it boils down to me remembering what my therapist said about that. And she said that I still should try to go. Because if I go or if I don't go, the feeling I'm giving the offending party because of what I've told her and that's who he is, he's going to feel like he did no wrong anyway. Period. It doesn't matter if I show up or not. You know, that day, any thought of me going through his brain is going to be, like, justified. It's going to be my fault. It's going to be perfectly okay in his eyes to do what he did. Regardless of what I do. And that's a very painful lesson to learn. That's a very hard lesson to learn with my ex. I have to take that to heart. You know, some sometimes these people just hurt who they hurt. And in their mind, it will forever be your, your, your fault that they hurt you. In their mind, they will always be, you know, having done the right thing. No guilt. No repercussions. That's who they are. And because of that, yeah, they don't get a close relationship with you, but it doesn't mean it's black and white. It means sometimes you show up to their things or have to see them because you are genuinely trying to live at peace with yourself. Not because they earned it, not because you're trying to give off the appearance things are okay, not because you need to put yourself through that. But because it's a new day, because you didn't do anything, and you deserve to find peace in whatever life brings you. And that's really hard for me to grasp. That's really hard for me to... And I'm getting choked up just thinking about it, because the past 10 years have been hell. And it's just a really hard, really hard lesson to learn. That here I am, almost 30. The past 10 years of my life have been lived in such pain because of what other people have done. And I'm not okay with it. I'll never be okay with it. But that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is simply me finding peace. It's not making it right because... The way abusers work, the way narcissists work, they will never find 
what they need to do necessary. They don't need to apologize. They didn't do anything wrong. They don't need to care because they didn't do anything wrong. They don't need to worry about what they did to you because to them, it doesn't matter as long as they're okay. It's genuinely that simple. And it fucking sucks. You know, as a a person with morals, with conscience, if you're listening to this, I'm speaking to you. Chances are you're trying to find some kind of peace, some kind of right, some kind of way to live and be okay with what happened to you. Because I am. And I just want to tell you the very painful hard lesson I've had to learn. I really need to write this down everywhere. Because I forget all the time. And I'm sucked into that old mentality that I need to do this because I'm still not okay. Because somehow that makes a point when they're never going to see a point. When everyone around them will not believe who they are until they themselves get hurt by them. And at that point, you know what? If someone's hurt by them, hears something, what happened to me, and comes to me, yeah, then it's time to tell my story. Because then it might help someone. But until then, they're never going to change. You just don't. And I will tell you one thing, since my ex has been in constant contact with his family, he has fallen into who I thought he would never be. You know, I knew this guy for 10 years, and now that he's gone straight back to them in their unhealthy ways, it's been a nightmare. He's done things he said he never would. He's been the person he never, he promised he would not be. He's been cold. He's been callous to his own child. And that hurt goes deep. And you know what? He will never, ever see anything he's done as his fault. You know, over... The past week I brought up to him, I didn't know CPS had contacted him because they don't tell me anything, but it explains his blow up at me. I told him we signed um, our son up for something and it might cut into his weekends, but I wasn't sure because I hadn't gotten any sort of routine or schedule yet. You know, it's far enough in the future to where, hey, this is a heads up, not a you have to do this. Um... And he blew up at me, said everything was my fault. The amount of you phrases he used to come at me was ridiculous. You need to do this. You need to apologize to our son why I'm not there more. You are the reason I don't see him more. Word for word verbatim, that's what he told me. And... You know, it is shockingly apparent that he's going to go to his grave thinking it's me. 
he's going to become an old man, miss out on his kid's childhood years, all the while holding this incredible grudge that I exposed him for who he is, and he's not okay with that, and... another story but you know he's not going to change the way I live no matter what I do will not change who he is or his response to me and I think that's a huge milestone we all have to reach when we're trying to heal from trauma no matter what somebody else did it's on them to either recognize that or to be blind to it I don't hold much hope that these people turn around. I don't think they do. I'll be honest, I really don't think they do. You know, if months or years have passed, chances are you're not going to get closure the way you you think you should. You're not going to get that apology. You're not going to get that that realization moment from them of what they've done to really hurt you or your life. So I just encourage you to go in love. To love yourself more, to forgive yourself for hoping they'll change because that just means you're a good person. That just means you have hope and you believe the best in other people. But it's very, very, very important to realize whether you do, whether you don't, you're not going to prove to anyone what they did to you was wrong if they will never acknowledge that. You're not going to ruin anyone's day by being there or not being there. Because they're going to blame you forever. And that's just the truth of it. But I hope this helps someone. I just want you guys to know that I'm there. It's a daily struggle for me to, to remember the hurt and the pain and the chaos. All these things caused my life and to be like, okay... They're never going to realize what they did. Never going to admit to it. I need to find my own peace outside of that. And that is so hard. And I'm right there. And I'm working really hard. So I don't keep having, you know, absolute chaotic panic attacks. From wanting things to be better. From thinking of how awful I feel trying to move forward. I'll talk to you guys later.